Welcome to the Vinny Rock Podcast. Podcast. I took the blows and did it my way. It's time. The Vinny Rock Podcast. Yo, what up? It's the Vinny Rock Podcast. I got my boy here. Uh, we'll talk about him in a little bit. Keith is, is, a, is a friend of mine, and, and we plan to talk some big stuff right now. But before we get to that, let me get to some of my sponsors because it's a little easier to knock that out now. Um, hey, have you ever taken TRT? Um, uh, no, not yet. Um, I've, I've heard a lot of good things about it, and uh, it's something I'm looking into, especially now that I hit 30 and after five deployments, I know some getting yeah. over well, it's this funny drained. thing, dude. We did a study on 40 veterans, and out of 39 of those veterans had low T. And this oh, is wow. all with, with Core Medical Group. For some reason, man, there's something about with explosions, with TBIs, with stress, all this stuff. For some reason, the human body nowadays is, is struggling with producing testosterone. I have a TBI, a minor TBI, but like when you go and test me, like my, 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 my hormones don't work. We're just not secreting testosterone like we used to. And so uh, I partnered up with uh, Core Medical Group, and dude, it's been good. And if you end up wanting to use Core Medical Group, hit me up, and uh, I'll send you my guy. His name's Mike, and um, it's a good company, man. They send it directly to your house. It's like a telemedicine uh, thing, and, and also they started doing some boner pills, man. Some erectile oh, nice. dysfunction. Yeah. And so we have a lot of guys hit me up and, and interested in seeing what that's like. I personally can't take those because I have a heart condition, and so. Yeah, right. I, I got to find other ways of, of getting my man strong. You know what I'm yeah, saying? There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's something I definitely look into. Uh, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, we'll hit it up later. Um, GMR Gold, it's a subscription-based uh, precious metal company. So like silver and gold get delivered to my house every month. Uh, I have a, two, a $200 subscription. And it's cool, man. I have my kids open it up. They enjoy it. It's just gold. It's silver. It's precious metals. It's coins. Uh, it's just kind of a novelty item that I really enjoy that has monetary value. So something really cool. You guys should check it out. GMR gold, hit him up on, if you go on Instagram, there's a guy named Charlie Stevens. He's the one who runs that bro. He's like the most informative dude on precious metals. And so it's actually entertaining social media. Oh, nice. Yeah. I got to put my uh, bonus. I just got to work. So maybe start looking into investing in some gold. Yeah. You got to check it out, man. Look, these are some, some silver stuff. Like I'm going to show you right here. Silver, silver dollars and shit or silver 50 cent pieces. I don't freaking know. I'm really bad at understanding all that. Either way. <laughs> Still a cool got, program. Yeah, it is. It is. Have you heard of Perseverance Survival? The original Wooby hoodie? Yes, I've seen a, guy, a few uh, guys at my work. They have those Wooby hoodies. And man, I need to get one. They yeah, yeah. Perseverance Survival, dude. So this guy is a drinking bro. He started his little company. <laughs> it's kind of blown up. You've seen a, several other companies try and you know, imitate in which it's the business, but uh perseverance survival is the original and he's also still an active duty member and he's hustling his business on the side. Super love the dude. I just, I just love seeing that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's awesome. Beyond clothing is an outdoor expeditionary clothing. It's kind of like um, hunting, hiking, camping. It's your outdoor gear, dude. And it's high level. It's quality. Um, have you ever seen anything like this, like a layered system? Uh, no, just some of the stuff that we've had in the uh, army, but I mean, come on, we know that's lowest bidder. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is not. This is the highest bidder. This is pretty expensive stuff, oh, very quality. It's awesome. Um, yeah, you got to check that company out. As Beyond Clothing, if you guys are interested, go to beyondclothing.com. Um, let's, let's see. We also have 
Well, Willie Peach chocolate. You got to try some of that, dude. Willie Peach chocolate. He makes chocolate out of his own house and he adds different chili pepper levels to it. So think about, you can have a s'more one, which would have like marshmallows and, and, and graham crackers, whatever the case in it. And then you go up to one, another one that's called like, dude, it has like jalapenos in it. And so it's like 6,000 Scoville units. So it's hot. Then he has some that's called like the Moab. And this motherfucker is like a million Scoville units. And so it's chocolate mixed with hot peppers. And he does it all out of his house. It's freaking awesome. Veteran known company. You like spicy at all? Yeah, not not six million or six hundred <laughs> units, but uh, you know that Taco Bell spicy sauce is good enough for me. That, that's about yeah, that's the max. Okay, then you're only good with about you know the six thousand Scoville units. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Barry Law. Barry Law is a law firm that focuses on getting veterans their disability ratings that they deserve. It's actually started by a Vietnam veteran, who I believe is a Vietnam veteran. Might be. Yeah, it's got to be Vietnam, but um, a Vietnam Vietnam veteran who's a Cav Scout. Um, I actually have a podcast with them tomorrow to talk about it a little bit more, but it's pretty cool to be represented by veterans and help you try and get the disability percentages that we deserve. We all know how tedious that task is and how hard it is to get your disability. You probably don't know yet because you haven't got out, right? No, no. Still got uh, about seven more years, six more years and I'll, I'll be dealing with that process. There's a lot of people that won't even deal with it because how tedious it is. There's a lot of people that just say, screw the benefits, which I don't agree. I think if you're injured, if you got injured in the military, you deserve to get covered for the rest of your life and you deserve yeah, a disability. And so these guys here at Barry Law, they'll take care of you. They're Like I said, they're veterans. Uh, if you guys are interested at all in Barry Law, you can hit up ptsdlawyers.com backslash Rocco and you can hear my story. And uh, these guys are, are awesome people. And I've had a lot of people message me saying they've done really good for them. So check them out. The last one I'm going to talk about today is Modern Gun School. You can check them out on, on Instagram. It's called Modern Gun School. Or you can go to www.mgs.edu. This is a distance learning armor school. So oh, you can sign cool. up, Yeah. You can sign up for this with your GI Bill or with your um, v. v- Voke rehab, they call it. So when you get out, Keith, you got your GI Bill. You want to go to school. Say you don't right. want to go to actually four year, but you want to go do something like a craft, a skill set. Mm-hmm. This is, this will get covered by that. Or Voke rehab. Say you did four years of college, got your degree. Now you're looking to do something a little different. You could use Voke rehab to pay for this. They will send oh, you everything cool. you need to your house, and you'll start doing distance learning education for an armor. Oh, nice. That's, that's badass, right? You can build yeah. guns, get certified. Uh, I think it's fucking rad. Either way, those are my those are my sponsors. You guys already know my other companies: Lessinger's Whiskey, Warfighter Tobacco, Hero Sports Nonprofit, and Rally Point Hollywood Nonprofit. And now, coming soon, July fifteenth is the release of Veteran.com. Keith, what do you know about that? Oh man, you know, uh, ever since you've been starting this whole Veteran thing, uh, you you brought me on board early on. Just happened to uh, kind of work, and I'm excited for it, man. I'm I love the mission of it. Uh, I look forward to Veteran taking off and helping uh, veterans and guys transitioning to get out of the military and becoming part of that veteran community. Uh, hopefully now we have a community where people can get together and really just start supporting each other in a good way. No, for sure. And, and you know, you had guys get out of the military. Have you had guys struggle from getting out of the military? Is that something that you've ever dealt with yourself? Yeah, absolutely. I got a few friends that have gotten out and uh, some have done really well for themselves. Some really struggled for a while and then kind of finally, um, picked it up and started moving forward with their lives. Um, but I've got one really good friend of mine right now, um, about to get out now he's scared because the COVID and everything going on, the economy is going to crap. So it's a scary time right now, especially for guys getting out. 
Yeah, and that's the thing. I think it's a scary time no matter what getting out because you hear all the you hear all the horror stories of transition. And I'm not saying they're not true, right? I think there's right. there's definitely a significant amount of proof that it is difficult transitioning out of the military and we can pinpoint some of the reasons why, but there is now this this cloud that looms over our heads if you decide to get out of the military because all the horror stories horror stories we've heard, you know, and so it's, it's kind of, I think the anxiety alone of getting out like, shit, is it going to happen to me? Am I going to yeah. get fucked? You know, am I going to be lost? Am I going to have trouble figuring it out? Right. It's, I think it's a common thing to, to think about. I mean, look at you, you've done infantry your whole life. Then you've gone into psychological operations. You get out of the military. I mean, there's not a lot of jobs for guys like us now, psychological operations. You could potentially get some, some, some good gigs out, out, out of that. Maybe, yeah, absolutely. you know, NSA or something. I'm curious. There's probably a ton, but infantry, bro, I got out. There was no option. You know what I mean? There yeah. was nothing. There's like, oh, you carry a gun. Cool. You know, and I didn't have right. a skill set that was special. I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't type fast. I, I can't do anything other than, you know, you tell me what you need me to do and I'll do it kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And so it's definitely scary, man. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking ahead right now, just after 20 years, I get out. It's like, well, what do I do? I, I spent 20 years of my life, you know, dedicated to the armed forces. And then one day I'm just going to get a piece of paper saying, you know, thanks. Good luck. So now I'm trying to like set myself up, trying to figure out what I want to do. Yeah. And that's exactly, I mean, I think it's smart that you're doing that now while you're in. I, I, there's a lot of people I think now are setting up for when they get out, they're trying to have a, at least some kind of financial system in place. Yeah. Whether it be business, whether it be, um, you know, there's a lot of guys now that are doing investments for houses, right? So you're, mm-hmm. you're in a good position to use a GI bill, they buy a house, they rent it out, blah, blah, blah. It's smart, man, because the one thing that you can say about a lot of people who struggle, it roots down to finances, right? Yeah. Like you can't find the job you want or you can't hold the job you want. You can't pay the bills you need to. And then boom, depression, um, stress, anxieties. I mean, everything comes from lack of funds. When, you, when you're coming from a place in the military where you know you have a paycheck first and 15th, no matter yeah. how much you've overdrawn your account, that first or 15th, <clears throat> there's another check coming. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. And on top <laughs> and, of that, you've got free medical and, you know, right. you can always sneak your way into the chow hall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's ways to figure it out. There's even, there's MREs and there's MREs at any, yeah. any corner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it's this, it's this crazy time. And so, you know, for me, the, we'll talk on veteran first before we get into some of the PSYOP stuff that I wanted to talk about. But veteran in itself is hoping to change that conversation of the anxiety of getting out. Hopefully, veteran becomes this place, uh, essentially a sanctuary, what our VFWs should have been, what mm-hmm. our fucking, our, our American Legion should be. But I think for some reason, I think they're just outdated for our culture. They're outdated right. for our, our generation of warfighters. And so we don't, we don't relate to those as much, right? We don't have this connection to those. And they also had different problems than us. Yeah. We're the only group of American warfighters who did not have to, that did not have to get into a, a draft. We were all volunteer military. Yeah. That in itself is fucking nuts, bro. Almost 20 something years of war and we volunteered to keep filling those ranks. That's a different generation. That's a different mindset from those who've been pulled into the service, whether they wanted to do it or not. And they were just, you know, they, they drew the, their lucky number and they went. And so I think that's where the disconnect comes from sometimes. I think from the VFWs and, and, the, and the American Legion is that, 
you know, there is a disconnect. And so there is not that sanctuary where veterans can get out of the military and feel at home again, right? Or they can find their community again. And now we have this influx of all these fucking nonprofits, right? Like the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of veteran nonprofits all have the idea of how they're going to fix this. And who's to say one or the other is right or wrong, right? I think they all fundamentally come from one place. They, they find a niche that will bring a community together and then also help them mentally, physically, or emotionally in some aspect, right? So yeah. you, got, you got fitness ones, you got horseback riding ones, you got um, TBI ones, you have post-traumatic stress ones, you have 22 millions of those ones. You, know, you have all these yeah. that essentially want to help and everyone has a different direction of how to help, which makes it even more scary. I had a oh, guy yeah. today. I had, a, I had a civilian today. He hit me up. He goes, bro, I love, I love the veterans. I love supporting them. I just don't know how to do it better. Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what, what you can do is find all the resources in your local area that are good for veterans. Say uh, a place that helps with uh, homes. I don't know. A place that helps with post-traumatic stress, a place that helps with PTZ, a place that helps with kids, whatever it is. Like you Find some kind of directory or create a directory for the local veterans. And when you know someone having struggle in some of these, one of these fields, you can direct traffic. Here you go. Hey, hit these guys up. They'll help you. They'll help you get a job, right? Or they'll help you with your your PTSD. So that's kind of now is what veteran hopefully will turn into is a place where a veteran can, can go to, whether it be online, whether it be in the community that we create, Right mm-hmm. or 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 uh, a no shit brick and mortar building and say hey just got out of the military I'm a little nervous about this what do you think and then we say hey cool fill out the paperwork here put your name here right now here you can work out at this place you can't work out for free because you're a veteran let's keep yourself healthy let's keep yourself in shape because that's important oh, how's yeah. your resume looking let's build a real resume not the fucking one they give you at a cap the one I had at a cap <laughs> was garbage bro <laughs> yeah. it was so bad yeah was, I've seen a few of them oh, oh dude, man they're so fucking like McDonald's <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly and so you know make them a real resume oh you need a suit for your freaking interview well let me try and source that for you so essentially we become that place that gives them every answer that we possibly possibly can, but with self-accountability included, right? We all yeah. know that in the end of the day, self-accountability is everything. Like you don't have anyone else call you in the middle of the night to wake you up early in the morning to get up and do PT. No. And you wouldn't, you, you don't expect to get out of the military and someone to do that for you then either. But yeah. For some reason, a lot of our guys are saying, man, you know, there's no one else telling me what to do anymore. Bitch, there was never anyone telling you what to do, to be honest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck. So here we are. So Keith's background is um, he started out with Ranger Battalion. Um, you know, he did, had a little snafu and 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 then going to Third ID. Yep. And then from Third ID, you had how many deployments with Third ID? I did. Uh, so I did one with One Seven Five, and then I did one nine month with uh, Third ID, and then I've done three with Psyop currently now. Nice. And so with with Ranger Battalion, uh, where'd you guys go? Was Iraq or Afghanistan? Afghanistan in two thousand nine. Oh, cool. Yep. Two thousand nine. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yep. And then um, you did the PSYOP. And that's, that's really the subject for me today, man, is PSYOP, psychological operations. And, you know, we obviously won't be talking about anything that's OPSEC. We won't be talking about anything that's not open source that you can find. But, you know, I called Keith recently and saying, bro, it's crazy to watch 
and if you guys don't know my background, I, I did about two years in a PSYOP unit. I was an NCO there, got my 37 Fox. You know, that's my secondary MOS to my left Bravo and my double O golf drill sergeant. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I had my experience there and, you know, not going to brag, but I'm going to brag kind of a humble brag. <laughs> you know, I was uh, the leadership award and distinguished undergraduate. No big deal. No big deal. Oh, there you go. Or, or on, uh, there's award on a graduate distinguished undergraduate was my other buddy. But, you know, so I did the course. I understood the course. And we started prepping for some stuff in South America. And, you know, just doing the work. Just doing the work as a slap and learning it and understanding it. And yeah. then trying to learn how to, how to implement that on the outside just in marketing. For me personally, as, as a, a guy who's done social media, I'm like, man, how can I use some keywords that might help people be influenced more, right? Like veteran. I want the word better in itself is a sob campaign, right? It's yeah. <laughs> you hear that and you're thinking, Oh, I know exactly what that means. It means better veteran. It's like the, it's almost easy to swallow right away when you hear it. And so that's in, in a sense is part of the trainings I've learned. I've, I've grown accustomed to and now try and implement in a way where I can be effective and hopefully pushing a, a positive message in the veteran community. But this is my thing, but you and I know, how are people using social media these days or how is mainstream media using psychological operations techniques is almost scary. Yeah. It's, it's very close. Uh, just from everything I've done in my job. And then I see how the media uses uh, certain ways and certain wordings and they, they, they have a target audience that they're looking for mm-hmm. based off of the current news. I mean, COVID was, going on for months because nothing else was going on. So kind of targeting, you know, lower income or lower educated or elderly and putting out these fears like, Oh, if you don't wear a mask, you're going to, you're going to catch COVID. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, that went on for a couple of months and George Floyd hit and then it's like, okay, now everybody has a right to go out and protest. Social distancing doesn't matter now that there, you want to go protest. Yeah. There was just a post the other day. I mean, it was just on the news. It said, no more, no gatherings over 12 people. And then right under that, no protesting over a hundred people. And you're like, wait, yeah. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? It, it, it's this weird time we're living in. And let, let's include the facts here. This is an election year. We know what happens in election years. Everyone's chasing the vote. Everyone's chasing the vote of the people. And how do you emotionally, how do you get people invested in an idea is you get them emotionally invested. Right. And so when people feel right now that the world's not going their way, how can they, how can they, I guess, get activated into fixing that? Well, give them an emotional attachment to something and have them chase that idea is essentially what's happening. And so you have, you have the left and the right and you let's go, let's go. You have the far left and the far right. We can play there. It's so divided. Right. And you have the far left saying one thing, you have the far right saying one thing, and then you have the media jumping on board and kind of giving a, 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 a cosign to half of these arguments that are completely fallacies. But it doesn't matter. People are emotionally attached to the idea. It's this, COVID-19, we'll just run with that. COVID-19, uh, the death rate of that is below 1% of people who contract this, this sickness, right? Yeah, absolutely. 1%. It's like, I think it's like eight something, like 0.8 something, whatever the hell. And so that in itself is like, okay, why are we so scared of this? Now, is it deadly when you catch it? Yes, but so is the flu. And the flu yeah. kills at, at a 3% rate, I believe it is. Somewhere around a 3% rate. And so, okay, why did we shut down everything in America? Well, it's out of the fear of believing that this thing was so deadly. Why? Because they only reported the deaths. They never reported the recoveries. Exactly. 
And, and so that's part of you guys who are listening. This is the reason why I wanted to bring Keith on is because I want to make sure you guys are doing your due diligence in investigating every fucking piece of material that crosses your path, whether it be an article, whether it be a video, whatever it is on your social media feeds, don't be the fucking sheep that just share it without researching it. Okay, and I say this because a lot of you guys have showed your silly faces and shown how ignorance is what's guiding this propaganda to influence either the left or to the right vote. And I'm not saying either one. I think they're both guilty on using psychological operations techniques, not actually using it, but the techniques that I've grown accustomed to know and Keith knows very well. And this is what's driving the division in our country. You have the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. And you're going to have to vote for one of them because that's the way the system's set up. Yeah. And, yeah, and if I don't want you to vote for the Republican Party, I'm going to make them look really fucking bad. And if I don't want you to vote for the Democratic Party, I'm going to make them look really fucking bad. And now we have all these social media influencers and actors and these people who really have no jurisdiction, and, and, and that's just as a term, really have no authenticity to why they have a voice, right? Yeah. But for some reason, their voices are taken as the most factual fucking information they could ever have. Right? What, what is it with that, Keith? I mean, it's just, it's just playing on those vulnerabilities and the fears of the populace. I mean, like you were saying with influencer celebrities, you know, certain news networks will bring on um, very high profile celebrities that are very rich and they film something for CNN like, hey guys, we're in this together, just stay at home. Like no reason to go out and risk yourself, but it's easy for them because they live in a multi-million dollar mansion. They have their own gym. They probably have somebody deliver groceries. You know, people like you and I, it's like, hey, if we're out of groceries, I got to Go to the grocery store and you get groceries. Yeah, we got to risk it. We yeah, gotta, you got to risk it. Risk it, right? You know, and it's this, and I throw out the quotation on risk. It. It's like, look, I definitely don't want to be one getting sick and bringing it to my home, to my family. But I also don't want to see my economy get destroyed off of a fear and not a fact. You see exactly. And that's, the, and that's the, a lot of, and let me just real quick. A yeah. lot of us small business owners struggling when like there's bailouts for these multi-million dollar corporations, like this is just part of like this total system that's fucked. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's crazy what the media is doing to scare people. I mean, then, you know, they, they're changing their stories every other day on it and people are just listening to what one person on TV is saying versus hearing what they're saying and actually going to do the research on their own on multiple other sources. So don't yeah. just look at, you know, CNN or Fox, whether you're left-leaning or right-leaning, compare the two and then actually go dive into the facts and realize, I mean, the, this COVID it, yes, it's something very serious, but if you take the proper measures, you can reduce that risk of catching it. I mean, I'm an instructor right now, our assessment selection, we bring in 50, 60, 70 candidates each cycle, but we take the proper precautions. The candidates, when they come in, they, they get tested, cadre get tested two to three times per cycle. And that's not just for my job. It's for, um, SFAS and civil affairs. Yep. Uh, we haven't had an issue in our committees, um, but we also make sure the students are wearing masks. They're washing their hands. I mean, they're still out there doing their physical activities, but yeah, um, it, it's just ridiculous how you can do these little things and be safe. But then when you turn on the news, everybody starts freaking out like, oh man, if I go outside right now, I'm going to catch it. Yeah. It's almost insane to see how the fear has just engulfed those who are ignorant to really research this. And if you really, like, 
like, look, the, what was it? The head medical official realized that, he, you know, <clears throat> it's just, there's too many people with a lot of education who are going back and forth on their own word. And yeah. that is, that is just as confusing for anyone else for it to say, well, what's the fucking truth? Well, yeah, yeah, I know because they're giving you the guy who's supposed to be the most valid certified fucking fiable motherfucker has recanted several of his fucking statements. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, Oh shit. And, but that's part of it, right? It's, it's part of this weird system. My wife doesn't look into this stuff, doesn't read the numbers. And maybe she, she normally reads the bad shit. Right. And I'm like, ah, I even, I try and soften it up for her. She goes, babe, it's an uptick in about 200 blah, blah, blah people. I was like, yeah, but how many people were out there protesting? Yeah, there's going to be an uptick. And how many more people are actually getting tested? So that's another thing. More people get tested. You're going to have more positives because more people getting tested. It's a numbers game. You know what I mean? Right. And then I guarantee a lot of people that went out there protesting and rioting are not going in two days later to get a COVID test. They're they're probably going to just go out, post their pictures that they're, you know, protesting and then go back to whatever they were doing before. Bro, it's an, it's insane. And so my biggest reason for wanting to do this podcast was I wanted to say, you know, I wanted to try and explain to the people who are listening or wanting to listen is that you have to do the due diligence in, in reading what materials you're going to be sharing or else you're part of the problem. If you're sharing something that is bullshit based off of a fact quotes, air quotes, based on some kind of fact that is not actually from facts, well, then you are just part of the problem. You know, there's people that are sharing things saying the most ridiculous stuff, and then you're continuing the fear-mongering of mainstream media and continuing to hurt our country. I mean, this is hurting our country big time. Yeah, and that's one thing that you'll see a lot is a lot of these big-name influencers on social media when they post something that's related to this, chances are they're probably getting paid by some other company to post it because they Thousands. know, yeah, they know that once they post it, it's going to get retweeted or reshared millions of times versus if the actual news source posted it because now it's an influencer, somebody that right. millions of people for some reason think that they're very knowledgeable on every topic every day that's going on in the news. Well, in the psychological operations world, they've just hit a an emotional button, right? Mm-hmm. You follow that person because you enjoy them for some reason. You enjoy their movies, you enjoy their music, you enjoy whatever. And every, if you follow them, they post. It doesn't matter if your mom posts or your dad posts, but when they post, you pay attention because this is something yeah. you look up to for some reason. You've obviously have made the choice to follow this individual. And now this individual is giving you some knowledge that says that they believe it's super important and they come with conviction when they say it. And you're like, you know what? They're right. You know, who gives a fuck with my dad thinks? Who gives a fuck with my thing? That this person that I've never even fucking met that I follow that has millions and millions of followers just said I should wear a mask. Well, then I should wear a mask. Not saying you don't need to wear a mask. My point is, someone paid that fucking person to do that shit. Yeah, and that's what we call a measure of performances and measure of effectiveness. Um, you know, did they take part in the action? Or, for example, if um, you know you get an influence, influencer to say, "Hey, wear a mask," and then people comment and post a picture like, Hey, I'm wearing a mask now. That's a measure of performance. But if they just like the button, like, okay, cool. I like your post measure of effectiveness. I mean, you're still gaining analytics to see how effective that message is. Um, and, and that's just in marketing as well, too. It's not just strictly sci up. That's exactly out there in marketing. They want to understand the analytics of how effective their marketing campaigns are. Bro. When I used to do, when we used to do article 15 clothing, any, we called it the multi-cam multiplier. If you're wearing multi-cam, your likes will double. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was the weirdest thing. And it was like, why is that? Well, our demographics is military. 
When, yeah. the, when the military demographic sees multicam, they relate to it way more than when we're wearing just jeans. Oh, especially back then when multicam was a new cool, it was a new right. hotness. Once Cry yeah. started coming out, exactly. only the cool guys got it. Everybody's like, oh man, they're wearing that? Like, yeah, they and that's, cool. that's exactly it. Like, who's the, who's the hot ticket right now for, for celebrities? And those are the people that are getting approached to like, hey, we'll give you $100,000 to post this. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, same with the BLM movement, whether you believe it's right or wrong, it doesn't matter. It, there's influence in that as well. There's influence in, there's influence on the left and the right side of things. That's why you're seeing such division. There's influence on the Antifa side of things, right? They're doing their version of psychological operations as well. Did you see Black Lives Matter, a peaceful protest happening? And then you see some two Antifa kids go and spray paint Black Lives Matter. And then the, you know, the black community goes, hey, that's not us. Stop doing that. That's yeah. a psychological operations campaign right there. You're, you're yeah. leading the world to believe that all these processes of BLM are violent now. No, no, no. Just antagonists who've created the violence have now continued to spread that. And now you have this confusion of BLM, whether it's a peaceful process or not. Well, there's a lot of confusion every day now because you're like, oh, it's a, it's a BLM here in, here in Provo. We just had, a, we had an individual who pulled out a gun and shot a man who's trying to drive through a protest, a BLM protest. And mind you, not one black person in the area. It was just a protest, which is fine. If they, you know, if they want to support the BLM, they can. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's really weird to see a bunch of little white kids mad trying to block a street, which is never a smart thing to do. You're never yeah. car, car pedestrian doesn't work. And then a guy pulls out a gun. Now, is that a peaceful protest? Who is that guy? And what was his reason for being the antagonist to turn a peaceful protest into something extremely violent? You don't show up to a peaceful protest with a gun. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, if, if you got your CCW and you're, you're following the laws, I mean, that's one thing. But if, if you're going to a peaceful protest and you're bringing a gun, then you, you've got some other intentions. Like, other I'm not intentions. Gonna go, yeah, I'm not going to go to a peaceful protest right now. And then yep. and guys, like, guys like that ruin those peaceful protests. Yeah, they absolutely. ruin it because now more people will bring guns because they're like, look, these things get violent. Like, well, then it's not so peaceful anymore, is it? Yeah. yeah. This is all psychological operations conditioning, right? We're conditioning people to believe these things based off of, of facts and stuff that you've seen and, and what we're not, they're not sharing the actual peaceful protests, right? People aren't talking about those, you know, thousands, thousands of individuals that go into the streets to protest Black Lives Matter. They don't protest. They don't talk about that. You don't see that on CNN yeah, or no, Fox. No, 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 no. Let's see all the antagonists. Let's see all people burning buildings. Let's see all these, let's see cops being, cops brutality. They're, they're promoting what is going to get an emotional drive or emotional reaction out of you, all of you left and right. So like building a campaign is pretty easy, right? You're going to have a target and, and you know, well, I guess a, compa a campaign would really start from what's the goal, right? If I want to, mm -hmm. if I want, let's go with, if I'm selling Let's Singers Whiskey and I want, let's, I want the veteran community to support Let's Singers Whiskey, I'm going to tell you it's combat veteran owned and created. That's going to give yeah. you an emotional attachment. And then there's secondary people that just support veterans. That's kind of like your patriot, right? What do they call it? That's the secondary. It's, it's primary. You, you, so you've got, um, so you got your objective, um, your overall, like your goal. So I, I think when you started veteran, I, I asked you a few times, like, Hey, what is your overall mission? Yeah. Um, Cause I was like, I, I can help out in certain things, like maybe some tips for marketing, or I know some 25 mics that do uh, audio mm -hmm. and visual designs for t-shirts but I need to know your overall mission and then narrow it down versus me just spinning out every asset under the sun that I can bring you. Right. I'd rather narrow it down. Like, okay, so you want to do X, Y, and Z. 
I can do X, Y, and Z by bringing you A, B, and C. Right. And you just merge those together. And that's exactly, you know, like, so you're a veteran. We're trying to, you know, influence veterans in a positive manner. Well, then we're going to be putting out positive messages. We'll be doing highlights of successful veterans in the community. We're going to be, you know, things like that, right? Positive. Yeah articles. And then, you know, that when you go to veteran, it's going to be something of positivity. That's something that we are creating for the veteran community and hoping that we have, you know, actionable or, or proof in the likes and the shares and, 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 and engagement. Right. And so this is all what we're doing is same in marketing, but that's what people are doing for you guys with COVID-19 with black lives matter with the presidential campaign and who you're voting for and everything else. It's all a psychological operations technique of some sort. And you have to know that the world is playing this game, right? Like, Yeah, I mean, so I would say probably America is the only country where they're not using their military. I mean, don't quote me on, like, I don't want to state hard facts, but I know for yeah. a fact right now, America does not use military psyop to influence Americans. It's actually illegal. Yeah. I mean, look at Russia, look at North Korea, look at the right. Chinese. I mean, oh, yeah, North Korea is a great example. They, they definitely don't have the same laws that we do, and they'll definitely use their military to influence our populace. And, yeah. Um, but I think now it's just after social media blowing up over the years and so many hot-button issues with media now not being held accountable for being wrong about something, like, oh, we can just throw this out there, see what reaction happens, and then once it messes up, We'll just move on to something else. We'll go yeah. back to we'll just, COVID. We'll go back to we'll just, you know, we'll just pull something, something different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's ridiculous, and how many news stories go out a day that are false or you know just completely out of the blue, and then they'll pull the article, but nothing happens at company. They don't get fined. They don't lose their yeah. rights to be able to publish. I mean, well, it's, it's you know, just recently you got Vanessa Guillen. She was a missing soldier out of Fort Hood, Texas. This is like one of those shady fucking crazy stories that um, I hope one day, you know, we can get down to the bottom of the truth of this. But in the search for Vanessa Guillen, and, you know, I haven't posted on this yet because there has not been an actual confirmation, but they are, they are strongly believe this is her remains that they found. Mm-hmm. Super sad story. It's been keeping me up at night. But the craziest thing about this is how – does a soldier go missing a year ago? A gentleman, 20, right. I think he's 20 year old kid. He's missing a year ago. They have him down as an AWOL, a deserter, but then mm-hmm. they find his fucking remains. And it, it, the motherfucker didn't bury himself, people. He yeah, was yeah. murdered, murdered. And still to this point right now, the military has not identified him to be anything other than a deserter, and his family has to pay for the funeral services. Yeah, that's insane. This is insane. And this comes from. This comes from all, all of us pushing on social media that, where is she? Find, find Vanessa Guillen. And as we do that, you know, it starts hitting mainstream media, the news, and now they do an investigation. During the investigation, they had someone give them uh, some information, and boom, they find this kid's remains, his bones. And then from walking distance, they found another set of remains. Which right now, they're still trying to, trying to determine whether it's human or not, if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm right, I believe. And then last, they find... In a shallow grave, human remains, and currently they believe it is Vanessa Guillen based on a lot of the information and intel they have, and but it has not been proven yet. But yes, I'm going to say like it's almost guaranteed. How does a fucking soldier go missing not just for one year, but then another soldier for three months, and like it, it's nothing ever happened, right? Like like who the fuck is accountable for that shit? You know yeah, that I mean? comes down on that higher up leadership, not you know tracking this. Like okay, like. 
why did this guy go AWOL? Was he a trouble soldier yeah. before? Did if I mean, if one of my guys goes missing for a couple of days, chances are something he's something's probably wrong because he yeah. doesn't show tendencies of going AWOL. There's no reason, you know. Right. I'm going to so, find this kid. And, and yeah. there was a crazy thing. So the news reported uh, on the second remains that they found, right? Not the, not the shallow grave mm-hmm. that they believe to be her. The second remains. There was probably 30 different articles saying second remains found of the, of the Vanessa Guillen case. So then people are saying, oh, my God, they found her remains. And no, they didn't. No, they didn't. They played with your fucking emotions by saying Vanessa Guillen search, second remains found. And that was all that you needed for people to be like, oh, my God, share it. Oh, rest in peace. Like, no, 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 not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Now, the third one, human remains found. And then add in all the evidence knowing that what they saw and, you know, that's how they came down to who they arrested recently. And then one gentleman who, gentleman, a piece of shit, to be honest, who killed himself because he's to blame most likely for the whole investigation. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I still haven't posted because I'm waiting for them to say confirmation Vanessa Guillen's body. And and it's most likely going to be, but I, I will not. And I refuse to fucking post something that is not fact. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's a huge issue too. And I think a lot of people, they see somebody share something, they just read the headline. They don't even click on the article to even open it up. They're just like, oh, okay, she's found, her remains are found. So they just share it without even opening know, up the dude. actual link. And it's, it drives me insane. One of my buddies is like this, this over-the-top Trump hater. And like I said, buddies. I can be friends with people that don't like Trump. That's cool. I can be friends with like yeah. people who love Trump too. I don't give a fuck. But he posts this one thing that says something like... Uh, 10 reasons why Trump has, has done everything right. And then he, I'm like, interesting. Let me see this article. I click it and it goes, he hasn't blah, blah. And it just starts bashing him. <laughs> and it made me laugh because I'm like, it's funny because how many, you know, my buddy who's, who's an anti-Trumper, right? He posts this because he read the article, right? And so, yeah, he posts yeah. it. but I imagine how many of my friends who are pro-Trumpers shares this, be like, yeah, man. <laughs> and didn't even read the motherfucker. <laughs> Got caught. <laughs> yeah, it's like, fuck, dude. That's the world we live in, people. Yeah, man. It's crazy. <sighs> Ready for 2021. Hopefully, we can yeah, start 20, off a new year soon. <laughs> 2020 run and The Rock is the president. So I yeah, know. I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro. We're going to wrap this up, man. Thanks for all your information. Um, Man, yeah. And, you know, just so you guys know, everything we've talked about is open source. We're not hitting anything that is not uh, at the same time. We're not saying that. We're not saying at all that our that we are using psychological operations techniques in the media. We're saying there is someone using our the same style of techniques to influence emotion to get you to share shit that's not relevant or not fact, and it's a fucking mess. And so I ask you guys to be more mature about this uh, and actually look into what you're sharing. And I'd say read the left opinion, read the right's opinion, read in in the middle, try and find an independent party. And really come to your own conclusion on what you feel the facts are, because right now there is no fucking facts, right? It's yeah. what he said, she said crap, and it's fucking ruining America. Fucking yeah, a. I agree, hundred percent. Keith, thanks so much for joining us. Um, stay safe out there. Anything, anyone you want to plug, or anything you want to plug, any business or anything? Uh, no, not right now, man. Just thanks for uh, having me on, and uh, looking forward to launching better and see where that goes here. Oh yeah, next couple of days, and uh, yep, stay in touch. Speaking of that, veteran, if you guys are interested in knowing when this is going to launch, we already know when it's going to launch, but when you can start purchasing to try and win two motorcycles and $20,000 cash, this is the first time you're hearing it here, two motorcycles and $20,000 fucking cash, go put, go to the link of veteran.com and put your email in there and I will keep you posted on everything that's going on in all the news. I'll start putting some pictures and stuff on what motor, motorcycles we're going to be giving away and 20, 
$1,000 fucking cash. All you got to do is buy a shirt. Every $5 you buy at the store enters you in for a raffle ticket to win a $50,000 prize. Yeah, definitely get those shirts. Those veteran shirts are super comfortable. Oh, dude. And there's, there's, I got over 40 new designs, bro. Oh, nice. (laughs) Crazy. You're going to love them. They're freaking awesome. Can't wait to see them. And if you're not a veteran, there's motorcycle ones. I have some motorcycle influence called Ride With Me, man, because some of you motherfuckers, one day we're going to go for a ride together. You're going to go ride with me. All right, (laughs) y'all. It's the Vinny Rock Podcast, and we're out. I took some blows.